This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. NASCAR season is here, and everyone on the Toyota racing team is doing their part to perform at the highest level. From driver Ty Gibbs to amateur musician Russell Viper, who's working on the perfect pre-race pump-up track for the team. Start those cameras up! Yeah! To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. It is Wing Nation presented by Hercules Tires right on our strength. Talking sprint car racing, our favorite time of the week. We are so glad that you have joined us. Aaron Everham and Steve Post in the Hercules Tires studios. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm fantastic. Fantastic. I had a sprint car race. Got rained out this weekend, so I didn't get to see any sprint cars, but I got to see some racing. And I'm good. And everything is well. And Pennsylvania Posse had a rough outing. They had some good finishes, but no wins. Um, so they're just up there in their land, and we're winding down the season is the biggest problem that I have. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's getting a little... Getting I mean, good. this weekend was good. I had flow and dirt yeah. vision on, but when you look at the upcoming weekends, it's getting a little yeah, slim no, pickings. It's getting a little slim, that's for sure. Slim, yes, absolutely. So, um, but it is good. Everything is well. Everything is great. And uh, we continue on closer and closer to the world finals where all dirt roads lead to show. So uh, let's get into the Hefner Racing product, Hot Topics. Um, world of Outlaw, NOS Energy Drink Sprint Cars were at the Speed Palace, Port Royal Speedway, for the Nittany Showdown. Friday night, I'd kind of forgotten about this guy, Kerry Madsen. <laughs> he had not ran since the Knoxville yeah. National, which is weird. And well, there was, there was somebody on the 15 car was ill. Yes. And so someone from the 14 car came to the 15, which, put the, which we understand Donnie's team is the, yeah. the, the primary team. So there was that, and maybe that's what contributed to all of this. But Kerry Madsen shows up, rusty, not, you know. Not really, not, no. Well, no, Kerry Madsen, <laughs> the madman's never rusty. Um, and whoops him. He, he wins the race by, well, by 81 one-hundredths of a second over Lance DeWeese. Lance was rolling on He that was. Day. Boy, he was coming like a, like a. Man, like a freight train at the end of that thing. Yeah. Which, it's Lance at Port Royal. Okay, that's not, that's expected. Um, Anthony Macri finished third, but just just cool. I mean, I was I was tied up Saturday night, and so I didn't get to follow it. And pop on World of Outlaws on Twitter and see Kerry Madsen won the race. Yeah. I'm like, wow, isn't that cool? Yeah, we were somewhere, and I only caught, like, the last few laps. Yeah. I turned on Dirt Vision. It was a good finish. It was a good finish. Yeah. It really was. Closest finish in the World of Outlaws this year. Wow. The Madman. Boy, even uh, even Earl the Pearl up there, Earl Hoon was through the <laughs> roof on the call to the stripe. I mean, you know, he was he was seizing up on us. Saturday night, Spencer Baston. Now, a few weeks ago, I had uh, chatted with Spencer. Okay, a few weeks ago, we'll give you a little behind the scenes for Wing Nation. Okay, we recorded a <laughs> podcast with Brian Hulbert talking about the um, uh, Short Track Nationals. Yep. 
podcast, we record the podcast early. Our Thursday show, we record early, okay? So we recorded the show early, and then a couple hours after the show, Brian sends a note, you ain't going to believe this. It wasn't even a couple hours. It was no, like, it, it was, yeah, like yeah, he got 30 you know, minutes. And then so we're like, okay, we have a show about an event that is not happening. That was the week that Spencer Baston was announced the CJB thing. So I said to Craiger, I said, well, look, I'll just go in the studio and talk to Spencer Baston. We'll do that. So we had Spencer Baston on our podcast a couple weeks ago. Fourth start out, boom. Yeah. Speed Palace, front stretch, on top of the stage, not on the front, on the track, up Dominated on top Dominated the whole night. Dominated the whole night. And um, he had won the Brad Doty Classic, so it was his first career World of Allah win. But when you look at CJB racing, their last outlaw win, Aaron, you were there. Yeah. That's how long ago it was because you haven't been to us. I mean, bless hey, your heart. Come no, on, you I was well, at Knoxville. Well, you were at Knoxville and, and Jackson. Jackson. And, yes, exactly. Come on now. So, Sheesh. but but I mean, you went through a phase where you weren't at races for a long yeah. time. I was driving. I'm not. I'm bu- not busting. I knew you were driving well, crazy. You you were rubbing it in when you were at yeah, the races. But yeah. with Shane Stewart, it was 2019 at Nashville. Yeah, was the last time CJB had won. And this is a team that between 2016 and 2018 had 32, 32. wins with David Gravel. So. um but Barry had talked about this. Uh, I had spent some time with Barry up in Pennsylvania a few weeks ago, and he said, we just need, and, and this is before they announced Spencer, and Barry had said, we've got our guy, we know what it is, and we feel like we can build a program, so we're back doing what we were doing in 2016 to 28. Well, fourth race in, they pick up the win. Spencer's got to be one of our guests here. Yeah. Can't wait to talk to him. Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions, they were at Fremont for the Jim and Joanne Ford Classic. Friday night rained out. Saturday night, Cole Macedo took the lead from Cap Henry on lap 27, survived some late race lap traffic, and scored the win. Macedo, Cap Henry, and Justin Peck. Um, 2020 All-Star champ is uh, Tyler Courtney. We're going to talk to Cole Macedo as well. He's already been put on, already been shipped back home to, to California <laughs> by, um, by Stephanie Linder. She had posts all over her Facebook yesterday. Goodbye. Goodbye. They're empty nesters again. Because the Linders adopt these kids in a uh, sprint car sense. The kids come to Ohio and get spoiled rotten, in complete honesty, because it's Mike and Stephanie Linder, and they get really fast race cars. And Cole Macedo's taken good advantage of it. So they won the race, and then on Sunday they had a big cookout at the house. I'm following Stephanie's face. I'm like, I wish I was a young kid that wanted to go sprint car racing because I would just Asked Stephanie if I could come. Well, I might just live with just them for, for the, the cookout. Food. Yeah, for yeah. the cookout. <laughs> but um, so they did it. But he shipped back. We're going to talk to him. Shipped ashore from California. Good way to end. Uh, yeah, with, a, with his first yeah. career All Star win. So uh, Cole Macedo, uh, just great, great stuff. So Keller Auto Speedway was the scene out in California. Speaking of California, Friday night they have an open four ten show. Not a shocker here. Dominic Selsey <laughs> picked up the win. They had a sprint car challenge tour three sixty race. Dominic Selsey picked up the win. He's at. I think I saw this 21 wins this year, 13 360 wins, and 8 410 wins. He it's is. Impressive year. Right. What him and Jimmy Carr have going is just, yeah. is just awesome. Um, Saturday was the Maury Williams Memorial Twin 20s. Um, Dominic, uh, shocker, Dominic Selzy won one of these. Now, I got watered up, or I think in the other one, or didn't win it. Mitchell Moles won it. Moles, it was his career first NARC win. King of the West Series, first series win. And Justin Sanders, he finished third and fifth in the two races. He was the overall winner, $2,000 bonus. Justin Sanders, another guy in California that's yeah. had a really, really good year. Sanders has won 
I don't know. We're gonna have to talk him into a quitting. His, we're gonna have to talk him into quitting his job because his job does not allow him to call Wing Nation. He, yeah. What he does, and so poor Craiger. We spent the first half of this year. Craiger's just racking his brains. <laughs> well, can we come in at nine thirty p.m. and record a show? You know, what I mean, it's just, it's just. Um, this kid, man, Justin Sanders is so good. I mean, he is just so good. So great stuff in California. Um, but to your point earlier on, there ain't none of those series racing this coming weekend. No. You know, I mean, we, we, we could have shoved one of them into this weekend. So we'd have something <laughs> spread the love. Uh, I mean, you know, we've, we've got the fabulous Lincoln Speedway as their championship night and, yep. and, uh, Lucas Oil ASCS national tour. Uh, has the uh, winter nationals, but it's it's getting quiet. So other winners, Moa was at Jacksonville. Ayrton Jeniton picked up the win. Latrobe Speedway in Pennsylvania decided they had a two-day fall festival of racing. They brought in the 410 sprints on Friday night, and Cy Lynch picked up the win. He has quietly put together say, a really got, nice season. Yep. Yeah, he really has. Now, I love this one. This is, my, this is the brainchild of my buddy Pete Walton with USCS. It's the flip-flop 50 at Riverside, okay? And, and I've talked about this a lot this year. The Memphis sprint car heritage and history is so rich, mm-hmm. going back to the, the Hoods and the Swindells yep. and Hodnet and Sides and Stenhouse. I mean, it's just, it's, it's amazing. The, the history is there. But the 360 present culture is phenomenal yeah. as well. So they have a race at, the, at Riverside. Okay, they have a race there. And who wins it? Derek Hagar and Marshall Skinner. You want to talk about, like, if you're having a 360 race in Memphis, you better just, you know, you better just plan on those two guys being in the hunt. Yeah. Um, the other guy uh, that you, you've got to figure out there, who's, who's um, there's the other guy that runs out there all the time that his kid's racing a lot now, too. Hmm. Um, probably Tim Crowley. Oh, yeah, yeah. His kid landed. Man, his kid landed. Wow, that kid's well, got Tim's some Tim's won some races. Tim's won some races, too. So if it wasn't Hager and Skinner, it was going to be Tim Crowley. You know, I mean, welcome to Memphis 360 yeah. Racing. And it don't matter who shows up. You're going to have Hager and Skinner and Crowley yeah. you're going to have to tend to. Um, and and Dale, Howard is, Dale Howard has just been stout as well. So I love, I just, I love, because if you have a race like this, it, it is all... Mid-South Memphis when Derek Hagar and yep. Marshall Skinner pick up the wins. It's cool stuff. And then we talked to um, our, our buddy, the crowd pleaser, last week, um, Craig Delansky, yeah. out at Dodge City. And they had the Steve King Memorial. The, can- the Canadian kid, Dylan Westbrook, picked yeah. up the win. How about that? And so, J.J. Hickel was second. J.J. Hickel was Miles second. Miles Hill's team, the one Mi- and two. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So a big one for Miles Hill. And uh, so, I, But I wonder now, the, the question that begs to be after is, with Miles owning the car, I wonder if Jane took the weekend off and went back to California with... Uh, <laughs> or if she, set, or up if she the old... set up the old shop there with the cooking. Because um, we had Matt, Matt Covington gave us... Uh, Matt Covington on our television show gave us a real rundown on Jane's cooking. And J.J. didn't even sell it as well as Matt Covington did. <laughs> so I wonder, but, but it was good stuff. Great, great racing. Some super racing. And there you have it, our Hefner Racing Products Hot Topics. HRP wings. That's right. Let's talk about them. No, 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 not the chicken time uh, type. We can talk about that if you want to. But the <laughs> original reset, um, reseeded uh, rivet wing manufacturer. Recessed. Uh, recessed. How did, oh, I've got it spelled wrong. That's why. Recessed. Yeah. 
Uh, we had it spelled wrong all year long. I don't know why I've messed it up now. <laughs> the original recessed rivet wing manufacturer, they use wind tunnel and track performance testing to outpace the industry in design, innovation, and functionality. And it's not only for sprint cars, but lightning sprints, micros, and junior sprints. And they can be shipped across the world and can be economically ground shipped to your door. www.hrpracing.com. That's hrpracing.com. Let's take a listen back to what happened on Saturday night at Fremont. It was the Jim and Joanne Ford Classic for the Flow Racing All-Star Circuit of Champions. Cole Macedo took the lead on lap 27. This was after that because, my gosh, did he have to flog some lap traffic? Here's Brian Liskai with the call on Flow Racing. And now for the Dry Dean Death-Defying Move of the Week, where one driver simply amazes us with their on-track moves. Cole Macedo now with two lap cars. He splits them out of turn two. What a move for Cole Macedo. That may be the winning move out of turn two, splitting the two lap cars as we come down to four laps to go. That death-defying move was brought to you by Dry Dean Diesel All Death, the official death of the world of outlaws and wheelmen everywhere. Visit drydean.com for more information. Just like racing components, Aggressive Hydraulics purpose builds hydraulic cylinders to perform for customer specific applications. They design and manufacture mobile style single stage cylinders as well as multi stage telescopic cylinders. It's a no one size fits all approach with Aggressive Hydraulics. Hydraulic solutions for virtually every industry that uses hydraulic cylinders. They proudly design and manufacture all cylinders in the United States. Check out the video of their story at aggressivehydraulics.com. Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires, continues on. Let's go to the Drydeen Hotline, fresh off from a trip to Victory Lane at the Speed Palace. In the Nittany Showdown, Spencer Baston's on the line. Hello, Spencer. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Hey, thanks, Steve. Thanks for having me on. Man, it was great catching up with you a couple of weeks ago when you were going into the CJB partnership. In fact, we caught an Aaron. I was, I was, I told you about the show. We caught him. He was driving to Pennsylvania when we did the podcast. So he was driving there. Fourth race in and a win. Spencer, I would imagine that you've got a pretty good uh, sense of optimism about where this thing may go for you. Yeah, I think so. I think from from day one, I had I had that kind of feeling that uh, we were going to get there, and you know, it just may take some time to get acquainted with Barry and the cars. You know, they're going through a lot of changes as a team um, and adapting to this kind of new program approach and uh, really building this team back to the success it used to have. So um, I, I never uh, doubted it for a minute, but my golly, I, I didn't think it would happen this quick uh, to get up to speed, but uh, you know, it's just one race and it's a, it's a first win of hopefully many um, in, in our progression to getting to that point. So uh, just, just happy to get that first one out of the way, but uh, it definitely makes us hungry for the next one. Well, you certainly got it out of the way pretty quickly. Spencer, you kind of dominated the whole night. Um, start, start on the pole. What is that like, your fourth race in a, a new team, an established team, and you're starting on the pole, uh, 15,000 to win, Nittany Classic at Port Royal. 
that, that's got to be uh, nerve wracking. There's, you know, starting on the pole, there's really only one direction you can go or else you can maintain and win the race. Talk about uh, just going into the feature in the start of the race. It was, you know, we kind of sat around and talked about it after. It was definitely, um, you know, I, I'm not one to normally get nervous, I would say. Uh, anxious maybe is a better word, but I think this is one of the races the only you know few races I've had uh, you know the nerves in my in my stomach before I rolled out. I think just because I knew how good we were and how good we were all night long, um, and I felt like at that point, man, this is just this is my race to lose at this point. You know, I you can only go backward, and uh, I felt like if I could get out to you know a good start and get to the lead uh, a couple laps in and, and hold that through clean air, I felt really really strong. Um, I just knew once we get the traffic, that's when everything always happens. Seemingly, but uh, I was pretty impressed with with how I felt once I got to lap traffic and um, just kind of was clicking off laps one at a time and just trying to stay focused. Um, but Aaron, you know how it is starting on the pole of a race and the pressure, knowing everyone's behind you, and it's not just uh, any ordinary series. It's, it's with the outlaws, but um, just that overall pressure was definitely getting to me. But uh, once we went green, it was uh, it was on from there. You mentioned Barry Jackson. He's the team manager over there and kind of the guy that put this all together and, 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 and does so much over there. Um, Barry has a pretty good setup historically at Port Royal. He's he's had a lot of success there over the course of the time. When you know you're going to a spot like that, whether it's with him or with some other teams where you knew you had a crew chief or a, or a guy that was really good with there, um, what what type of methods do you use to kind of soak up as much as you can to get ready for 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 what is ultimately a, a chance at success like you had this weekend? Um, I I just had I had a lot of faith in Barry, just like you said, he he has a ton of experience at those tracks in PA, um, and it makes me feel even better knowing. All the races that uh, we're going to run next year, there's a lot of those that I've never uh, been to those facilities, but knowing Barry has uh, definitely helps my confidence. Um, so I think you know, that that makes me feel really good. I think confidence is key in this game, obviously, and, and Barry and I talked when the race was over. Of uh, This gives us an extra boost of confidence and, um, you know, gives us a little chip on our shoulder that, you know, we, we can do this and, and we are headed in the right direction. Uh, we did a lot of trial and error those first few nights, and, Felt like we made the right gains. Uh, the first night at Port Royal, uh, results showed a little bit of a struggle, um, but I felt like through that night we made progress. We just tried something a little different to get me a little more drive and a little more comfort, and whatever we tried did not work. So we scratched that idea and tried something else, and he nailed it on the second night. So it uh, feels really good just to know, for me as a driver and uh, any driver out there, confidence makes, in my opinion, makes you perform at such a high level. Um, and, you know, Saturday night, I felt like I drove with a lot of confidence, a lot of, uh, comfort in the car. And I was, I was confident that I was going to be able to maneuver through traffic and, and be really aggressive, um, to, to maintain a lead. And, you know, obviously there at the end, I felt like we were still running really, really solid laps all the way up until the checkered flag. And I think that showed. Spencer, your, your relationship with Barry Jackson, I think it goes back a few years. You mentioned it, I think in victory lane and that. I read something about this whole deal coming together that you guys had talked years ago about possibly making this happen and it coming together. What is it like to have someone like Barry Jackson that's kind of been in your camp for a while? He's definitely been a big supporter, but now driving for him and and just working with someone who is such a, a great caliber of crew chief. It's 
it's an incredible opportunity. And, and like you said, it's been a deal I've been really kind of seeking or working on over the last couple of years. Bear and I have, have talked periodically uh, throughout the season um, the last couple of years talking about, you know, trying to get to the point where we could run together. Uh, this past year, I was supposed to run, uh, it was going to be 15 to 20 races with them um, and just kind of see what would happen. They're, this past year was kind of a, a um, I don't know, a, I guess an off year for them. The beginning of the year with, with Brent and, and them splitting um, kind of put them in a bad spot. And obviously they had lots of different drivers coming to just fill in just to try to complete a schedule. So I know that uh, that the, the feeling that we finally have put it together, um, it is it is coming true, and, and we have a lot to look forward to, and now it's kind of time to build. I know that feels really, really good. So just happy I could reward them with a win this early. And, uh, you know, it's very satisfying to know that we're doing the right thing and we're headed in the right direction. Um, and for me to be able to work with a crew chief that uh, has his full resume as Barry um, and Chad Clemens as an owner, uh, makes me feel really, really good. And I think um, in order to compete at this level with the Outlaws, I think you have to have these tools. And, and I'm fortunate that uh, I get to be with such a great program that is extremely professional, very well-rounded, uh, very worried about the this overall um, kind of perception that we, that we give that uh, we're here to do business and, and to win races and compete at a high level. So, I'm super excited for next year. I, it can't come soon enough. We have a short off season to get everything prepared. There's a lot of work to be done, but uh, I know we're we're anxious to get out there and get going. Spencer, as a young race car driver, what is it like on what is today, October 12th, to know what your plans are for next year? And have you ever been in this spot before? <laughs> it feels it man. It feels really really good because the last couple of years I have been. Uh, I don't know, just up and down emotionally and my kind of my mindset, I guess, towards racing. Um, you know, back in my midget days, things were going really well. We won championship. We won a lot of big races um, and, and kind of got into the wing stuff and had a strong first couple of years and then kind of just mellowed out there um, and just kind of popped around, was filling in with a lot of different teams, was constantly calling owners and, and feeling like I was begging for opportunities and it just wasn't really coming coming true. And then, you know, this to to be able to solidify and know that I have a, a one of the best opportunities of my career, um, going into this off season, it is probably one of the better feelings I've I've experienced. Um, you know, it's, the sports just, it's super up and down and, and you just never know what's going to happen. Uh, there's always, you know, it seems to be trials and tribulations of really testing you as a person and, and your, uh, just your overall mindset. So just, I'm in a better mental state. I think that carries and into my performance here at the end of this year of, of knowing that I just, I need to go out and just perform, uh, rather than the stress and threat of, of wondering where's my next ride going to be. So, um, you know, we, we did a two year deal in efforts to really, really build this um, into the professional program it is um, and get back to the success it used to have. So makes me feel a lot better. I feel like it probably improves my performance. Um, you know, we, ha- we have a lot to get done, like I said, in this offseason. But having this little bit of incentive and, and a little bit of excitement to be able to look at the, the check from this past weekend and trophy sitting on the bench at the shop, I think gives the guys a little extra motivation and uh, – just, yeah, has this hungry for next year. We're all excited. 
You mentioned the success that CJB has had in the past. I saw where Barry Jackson kind of said something along the lines of he sees a lot of what he saw in David Gravel and you, and they went on to win 32 races. That's got to make you feel pretty good. That does make me feel good. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, they, had a, they had a stretch there for a little bit where they just seemed like they were unstoppable. And um, qualifying program uh, is obviously extremely important. Um, I would like to think that I, I am comfortable in, in running you know, my qualifying laps. And, and when the car is right, I feel like I can uh, put it where it needs to be. And their Kistler engines and, and Max and Chassis are, I think, a really, really good combo to be able to qualify as, as you know, that's the most important part to the night. Um, that's what they did in, in those years when they won a lot of races. Their qualifying program was really good. And then, uh, obviously, they just had a good package that they could go off. So, um, hopefully, hopefully we can get to that point someday. It's a long ways away. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a long ways away from winning that many races. Um, but surrounding yourself with the right team, the right individuals, um, you know, the right equipment. Chad is, Chad has given us obviously everything we need to be successful. I have a lot of confidence in Barry and what he's capable of. Um, and just now it's kind of up to me to, to make it all happen. So uh, just we're hungry, like I said, and, and we're, we're just excited to get going. Um, I have a lot of great partners we get to represent with Signing Day Sports. Excited to bring them on. Uh, JRC Transportation, Ice Cream Landis, High Performance Lubricants. So uh, a lot of a lot of companies and people that have been involved in this industry for a long time. So uh, hopefully we get to make them proud. Finally, before we uh, cut you loose here, uh, between now and that off season, are you going to run some more World of Outlaw races, or are you guys in the rebuild mode already, or, or how does that work? Well, we have this weekend off, so I know the guys are back to the shop in, in Pennsylvania, uh, getting things kind of put together and really organized. Uh, obviously, we have a lot of cars coming in uh, with changing to Max and Chassis. Uh, so the guys are going to be bu- busy building those cars and, and getting everything stocked. Uh, obviously, it's a shortage, just like anything else. It takes a while to get parts now. So um, they've got a good head start on things. And um, But we will be competing uh, here in a couple weeks at Lakeside and then following down through Oklahoma, Texas over world finals. So uh, felt like laps are really valuable here at the end of the year to just to get a good notebook under our belts that we're not too green going into Volusia uh, next spring. So get to run a few more races, but uh, you know, a lot of work to be done at the shop and, and a lot of, a lot of parts and boxes and delivery trucks coming by to, to get everything prepped and ready for, uh, for next year. I can only imagine, that's for sure. Spencer, congratulations on the win Saturday night, and thanks for joining us here on Wing Nation. Thank you for having me. There we go. Spencer Baston joining us here on the program. Wow. Man, you talk about excitement. Yeah. Man, you're a young race car driver, and you got that going on? Yeah. I saw, I think he said a year ago, he was working part-time and just putting together a handful of races. I can't imagine. And a year later, you've got a top ride and a full World of Outlaw program. Yeah. Well, I mean, he won. He won the World of Allah Brad Doty Classic this year. Yeah. He had a great ride with McGee, uh, Sam McGee. Won two all-star races, Attica and uh, the Lou Blaney Memorial at yeah. Sharon. So he's he had some, all his four wins this year so far were all big wins. I mean, yeah. you know, I mean, because there were two all-star races, two World of Allah races, one all-star at Attica, the, uh, the Lou Blaney Memorial. So, I mean, yeah. he had, he was four for four with big wins. So, seems like the kid's got it going on, that's for sure. Speaking of a kid got it going on, Cole Macedo, he joins us next.
Citywide to countryside, whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTires.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTires.com. Hercules Tires, ride on our strength. Flow Racing is the home of grassroots racing, with over 1,300 races streaming live in 2021. Watch the Lucas Oil Chili Bowl, World 100, Dirt Late Model Dreams, Sweet 16, and much, much more. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. From sprint cars on dirt to SK Modifieds on pavement, arena cross, drag racing, and everything in between, it's here, live, and on demand. Subscribe today by going to flowracing.com slash MRN. That's F-L-O-Racing.com forward slash MRN. Hey, Ashley, what are you up to? Oh, I just stopped by to grab some sage fruit apples. Now I just have to decide which ones. You can never go wrong with a Honeycrisp. They're light, crisp, and full of perfectly balanced flavor. Oh, hey. You could always go with one of their classics, the Gala or Fuji. They're both sweet and juicy. Grown in the heart of eastern Washington, Sage Fruit Company works hard on the farm and with their retail partners to provide high-quality apples and pears to consumers all year long. Well, I couldn't decide which ones. Thanks for the help, guys. I'll race you to the checkout. Wing Nation continues on. We're going to go right back to it. The Dry Dean Hotline joining us fresh off from a trip to Victory Lane Saturday night at Fremont at the Sandusky County Fairgrounds. It was the Jim and Joanne Ford Classic. Cole Macedo joins us. Hello, Cole. Welcome back to Wing Nation. Yeah, thanks for having me on, Steve. All right. So um, I already saw you've already been shipped back to California by your owners there in Ohio. You're you're back in California this morning? Yeah, yeah, I... Uh... Jumped on a flight at like 7 a.m. yesterday morning. Uh, Steph dropped me off before heading to work. And, um, yeah, I got to come home and play some golf and see the family. And, yeah, it's been good. No doubt. Been real good. So what is it like to get that first All-Star win? Uh, Certainly had some success in Ohio, but the first All-Star win has to feel pretty good. Yeah, I uh, I think it was huge. For, uh, you know, on many levels, I think, you know, my team, you know, at, at Ray Brooks Racing really deserved that. And, and uh, you know, they, they give me a uh, outstanding, you know, race car every, every you know, in, night in and night out. And so, uh, you know, it was huge. You know, Ray Brooks, he, uh, he, he pushes us to do, you know, the best. And, and you know, Mike and Steven, you know, want to win. So, uh, you know, it was it was awesome my my twitter feed has has not stopped i feel like i just you know just keep scrolling and and thanking people and and you know seeing all the people that uh um you know keep congratulating me and whatnot so it's uh it's been good it's uh you know been really good boy i'll tell you what you're a california kid it looked like you had a (laughs) california cowboy up track uh Looked like it was a, a little wild and woolly up there at Fremont. Talk a little bit about that as well as um, some of the traffic and racing. It, it looked like you had to be on your toes all forty laps of that one. Yeah, it was. It was definitely, you know, you had to give one hundred and ten percent every, you know, every time we hit the track. It it actually rained. You know, we were supposed to race the weekend before there at Fremont, and got rained out. 
and the rain never stopped for seven days straight. I felt like it, uh, it, you know, it just for a couple hours a day, at least it rained. So I knew going into the weekend that, you know, the track was going to be cowboy up, which, you know, honestly, I, you know, I kind of lick my chops, you know, when that happens. So I think Steven, you know, my crew chief does too. He, uh, you know, he has a, a really good baseline setup, you know, when, when the track's heavy and, and slick, but we don't really have many of those throughout the year. So uh, I feel like that was the first time really all year that, that the track was rough like that. And, and, you know, all year we had a, we had a, we actually had a couple chances of it happening, you know, rain, rain came and they're trying to run the track in and, you know, they're having votes and whatnot. And I actually, you know, kind of pissed off a few drivers throughout the year because they have votes and I'm up there raising my hand. Yeah, let's race. Let's get this thing in. And, and, you know, it racing in California, you know, growing up, we had tons of those tracks just, I don't know why. I really don't know why because it's not like we get rain all the time here, but you know, it's just you know, racing Chico and Marysville. I feel like almost every single time I race Marysville, the track is just like that, you know, that Fremont was last Saturday. So, growing up on that, you know, it it I feel like I had a big advantage going in and, you know, Saturday when they're trying to run the track in and I could see that, you know, it, it's cutting it close. It's like four o'clock. They still hadn't gotten it ran in yet. And, you know, me and Steven are up there looking at the track and, and man, that's, a, that's probably the most confident I've been going into a night, uh, you know, just cause I knew that my car was going to be good and, and I felt like I could do a good job. So yeah, it's, uh, it was, you know, we hit, we, we went out in hot laps and I told him I was good. And, you know, really every time I hit the track, we were fast, you know? So yeah, it was a, definitely a really good night. I, uh, I, you know, Steven and Mike and Steph and, and Ray and everybody, they, uh, I think that everybody's pumped. Cole, after 40 laps on a track like that, how physically tiring is it? Because that's elbows up and you're also the mental focus to hit those lines right and not get yourself caught in one of those ruts. That's uh, that's pretty tiring, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. I, I tell you what, the last lap, I kind of get a, got a little bit sloppy. You know, I, I felt like I was given, you know, 100% every single lap. And I feel like that's what it takes, you know, if you watch an outlaw race or an all-star race, you know, all them guys are out there giving it 100% every lap, never taking a lap off. So, um, you know, I, I try to do that, and uh, I feel like I'm getting to the point here lately where I can put 40 laps together and, and you know, not fall out of the seat or, or whatnot. And, but, yeah, man, the, the, that track on Saturday, you know, even under yellows, I'm rolling around there. And it was trying to rip the steering wheel out of my hands under yellows, you know. So <laughs> racing, you know, full speed on that, it was definitely tough. I, I knew that we'd be good, but also in the back of my in my head, you know, I, I knew that, you know, could, it could be bad at any point, you know, hit the rut wrong. And like Cap did there, you know, I think it was like lap 26 or 27, um, you know, Cap just hit the hole wrong and, got you know bobbled up and and i was able to capitalize but you know it, it just shows how good my mechanic is and 
And, you know, I felt like our car, you know, I've watched the video probably 10 to 15 times. And, and man, I feel like my car got through the holes better than anybody else. So that, you know, it takes a, takes everybody on the team to, to make it all happen. But yeah, it's, it's definitely tiring. I was, I was wore out. I, you know, I got up on top of the wing and I was happy and pumped and everything, but man, I was, I was burned out for sure. I can imagine. I can imagine. Cole, what I can't imagine, uh, but what I follow along, Stephanie Linder is a friend of mine on Facebook. And uh, when you're adopted into the Linder family, you're adopted with one of the best, that's for sure. The Ray Brooks racing team. What's this summer been like being in Ohio, racing as you have for a living there with the Linders? Of course, you got household chores. She makes you mow the lawn and do all of that as well. But what what has this year been like for you? Uh, it's, it's been awesome. I tell you what, you know, Mike and Steven and Stephanie are, are, are some of the greatest people, you know, I really have ever met. They, uh, you know, they... They, they've done it with me and Buddy and my brother and and you know they like you said I have chores I really don't have I really don't have to do anything over there they 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 spoil the hell out of me and you know that's awesome I you know I I know everybody knows it but um you know it it's just awesome I feel like I feel like they they just they want you know drivers to come in there and succeed and 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 get to the next level and and you know that's awesome there's not very many people out there that will you know take a kid that they've never met into their home and you know pay for you know the majority of their meals and and what you know Steph washes all my laundry for me and I really don't have you know very many worries out there and and you know it, you know that all helps out you know I I have a lot of less stress and you know, a, a lot of other drivers have, and, and I can really focus on me and, and, you know, and while I'm focusing on me, you know, they're also doing it and, and helping me, you know, to get to the next level. So it's, it's, it's awesome, man. Ray Brooks and, and everybody on the team, you know, that Ray, I can't say enough about him. You know, he, you know, the year prior, I really didn't have a year with, you know, a, have a good resume to to get a ride like that you know so they all uh they all definitely took a chance on me and and you know i'm i'm glad that i could you know show out and and have a good year and and you know make their uh decision or you know the right decision but um yeah it's it's uh it's been awesome you know i i love driving for that team and um you know i had a, i've had a lot of fun and i really i think you know, the fun part of it, I think that's the key to this sport. You know, every single time we go to the racetrack, all of us are having fun. Uh, I feel like everybody, you know, that are outside walking in and they, they, they can walk by our pit and, you know, even strangers, you know, there's so many people that I don't even know just walk up and hang out in the pit just because I feel like it's the funnest pit in the pit. You know, everybody's having fun and, but, you know, we're all having fun, but we all want to win and we're all focused and, and prepared, you know, so it's uh, it's really been awesome. 
I, I can imagine. It's it's fun to watch uh, when a driver gets adopted into that and then has the success you have with all of the wins at Fremont, at Attica, even went over to Lernerville and picked up a win. And then uh, and then you even had a Sunday afternoon gathering with all kind of great eats, and the sprint car was out, and you guys were, 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 were pitching the beanbags and everything. Boy, I'll tell you what, I think uh, – I think uh, don't ever grow up. You don't want to do adulting after doing a year there. I can promise you that. That's it. But uh, that's pretty cool stuff. Cole, congratulations on the success, and uh, we wish you the best as you move forward. Thanks, Steve. I appreciate it. There we go. Cole Macedo. How about that? I think about that. They talk about, you know, college is your best time ever. And and, uh, I I do sense a real sense of appreciation for Cole because it's like (laughs) from Cole. He knows. No worries in the world. Everything is done. Um, That's I uh, when we were doing when we were doing Jackson to uh, well, we did Jackson and uh, Houston to Jackson. Okay, so I forget who it was. Might have been Parker Price Miller. Somebody. I mean, I'm up because I did Nashville NASCAR, Houston's, Jackson, Pocono NASCAR. So I had to wash. I had to go to laundry in the hotel room and had to wash. Well, Brownie was one of them. There's two of them. Brownie, I think Parker, it might have been Parker Price. Yeah, it was Parker Price Miller. I'm down in the laundry room on like Wednesday morning, and here's Brownie, and here's Parker Price Miller mm-hmm. doing laundry. I'm stepping right even this laundry. Road. Man, yeah, doing laundry on the road. Oh, that's the glamour <laughs> portion of it. So uh, neat stuff. Really fun to see what's going on with Cole. And his program, seven wins for the season. Fremont was the Cars Tour, the first All-Star win. Three other Fremont wins, two wins at Attica, and a win at Lernerville. We need to step away. We're going to talk some Hall of Fame when we come back. Circle B Diecast is the new diecast outlet from Plan B Sales. What started as Lionel and Chase Authentics Apparel Distributor has grown into the largest distributor of diecast and now includes Auto World Greenlight Collectibles, Brand Art, Sandbass Artwork, and University of Racing Lines. They have a huge inventory. The folks at Circle B Diecast love racing and support drivers like Kyle Larson, Ricky Stenhouse Jr., Christopher Bell, and many others with sponsorships and partnerships. And on orders over $20, use promo code code MRN for free shipping. Check them out, CircleBDieCast.com. Sunoco is a proud partner of Wing Nation. Not all fuels are created equal, so fill up with Sunoco Ultratech. Sunoco Ultratech is a top-tier detergent gasoline that is proven to make your engine run cleaner, longer, and more efficiently. Using the same detergent package as what is blended into some of Sunoco's high-performance race fuels, you can trust Ultratech for your everyday race. Whether you're headed to the track or just hitting the road, fill up with Sunoco Ultratech and fuel your best. Over 200 events from coast to coast, and they're celebrating 30 years of scattering soil. The American Sprint Car Series, the world's largest sprint car stationing body, is bringing more thrills with wing and even more non wing action in 2021. 11 regional tours, the national tour. No matter where you are, we're coming to a track near you. Can be there, get double streaming fun with Racing Boys and GoRacing.com, bringing all the adrenaline to your favorite streaming device. See the full lineup of this now at ASCSRacing.com. One sprint car place in Knoxville, Iowa, one of our favorite spots on the planet. That is the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. And we always talk about the birthdays. Uh, coming up this week, Wally Meskowski, Tom Cherry, Chris Economaki, Norm White, Gil Sonner, all would, uh, would, uh, would celebrate uh, their birthdays uh, coming up later this week. All part of the Hall of Fame birthday calendar. But today would have been the birthday of Don Martin a 2001 inductee 
into the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame. In the mid-40s, he was um, discharged from the military. The war was over. So he got discharged from the military, became a fan of racing. In the 50s, he dabbled in car ownership. He, he built his own trucking company and was doing all right with that. Dabbled in ownership. 1967, there was a place called Lernerville Park, an amusement park, and they wanted to build a little quarter-mile uh, quarter racetrack. Well, there's three partners, uh, but they don't, whether they didn't have the wherewithal financially or the equipment or whatever it is, so they brought in a fourth partner by the name of Don Martin, and he ran the trucking company. And so what had happened is, and I don't know, I don't know all the detail. I tried to read into this, but this was late 1967, okay? 1968, there was going to be some kind of a zoning change in town mm. that was not necessarily favorable for the racetrack. So Don Martin rolled up his sleeves and got two races in, which got him grandfathered in under the zoning, huh. and uh, been, been the same. The, the year uh, Gene Lynch had talked about it in one of the stories I read about Don is that into the 70s, and he started in 67, this track lost money all the time. It was regularly a loser as far as money goes. But over the course of time, he enlarged the track. He developed a reputation uh, where all the racers liked him. They treated him well. Brad Doty talked about he got mm-hmm. him a hotel room. And, and they also got, so on Friday night at 730, you knew they were starting. And they were going to run the three premier divisions, the modifieds, the sprint cars, and the late models. And you knew they were going to be done early. And somewhere in there, it took a turn from a track losing money to a track making money. And then an iconic track in sprint car racing all the way up until his passing in 1993. So, Lernerville Speedway, Don Martin, today would have been Don Martin's birthday. Wow. How about that? Fascinating stuff. It really is good cool. to Great, learn. great stuff. Yeah. Yes. And you can learn all about these greats in sprint car racing at the National Sprint Car Hall of Fame and Museum. One sprint car place is the, you can put it in your, punch it in your phone, <laughs> one sprint car place. It'll take you right there. And Aaron, they have a sprint car raffle coming up. They do. It's a triple X chassis with Moyle Racing Engines 410. It's the 14th raffle car they've had, and all the proceeds go to the Hall of Fame. It's $20 ticket or six for 100 And this year, or it'll be drawn in 2022. It's a biannual event. Man, I'll tell you what. I think it's time. I think it's time. We get this thing going. I can start my career. If I can start my career and show some I mean, you're getting prowess. in shape. I think this I is I know. Time. I'm getting in shape. I can show my prowess yep. and maybe have uh, Stephanie and them have me up at the house. Yeah. I'm quiet and I won't there eat much. There you go. Or you could maybe get Jane yeah. to cook for you. Get Jane I mean, to cook when the... she rolls through. We got this thing, which would take care of the getting into shape portion of it. Uh, you know. Um, we have done way too much of this, Aaron. Uh, in fact, this is the third week in a row. Mm-hmm. I think we've talked about the passing of one of our friends, uh, Doug Ald. A uh, longtime editor of Sprint Car and Midget Magazine, um, just a guy that lived, loved, and promoted uh, through the, through journalism his passion of sprint car racing, and was shocked to learn this weekend that he had passed away. Certainly shocked to hear about it. We spent a good amount of time with him in, in Knoxville this year, and like you said, he's been a, a staple in our sport, the journalism, the magazine. Um, you know, I remember the first time I started racing sprint cars, meeting him in East Bay. And yeah. uh, I just always loved his passion and his honesty. You know, sometimes he'd give his honest opinion about the sport, whether people wanted to hear it or not. He was just such a, a wonderful person and so passionate about sprint car racing. Yeah. Ashley posted our, our co-host, Ashley, on the, on, she does the television program. She posted a picture. We walked into Knoxville. We weren't there in the media room for 10 seconds. And Wade was there. And there's a picture with Wade, Ralph Shaheen. 
uh, Doug and Ashley and I, I think it is. I think it's all yeah. of us. It was just, hey, what up? You know, and then everyone's, hey, yeah. And it was part of, he was always part of the reunion. Whenever yep. you're at a sprint car event or PRI, I would always talk about PRI. So yeah. he was very um, proud of his family and his grandchildren. We had a long yes. conversation about mm-hmm. uh, grandchildren and, and Kate. Yeah. I'm thankful yeah. I got to spend that time with him. Yes, absolutely. So our thoughts, prayers, and condolences with Doug's family and uh, uh, honestly to the entire Sprint Car family mm-hmm. at large. Uh, he will be greatly missed for sure in all of his contributions to the sport. Uh, we've got big shows coming up the rest of the week. Thursday, Tyler Courtney, a little sunshine in our Thursday. Uh, he is the all-star champ. And then how about this one? TK. Oh, yeah, bend down the hatches. <laughs> TK joins Ashley and I. It is Wing Nation, our television program presented by Sage Fruit. It is Wednesday night on Rev TV in Canada, Saturday morning on Mav TV. No holds barred with <laughs> Never. TK. Never. Great, great stuff, that's for sure. Hey, follow along on all of our social media channels all weekend long. We appreciate Spencer Baston and Cole Macedo for joining us here on the program. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here on Wing Nation, presented by Hercules Tires. Buying a house can feel like you're going 200 miles per hour in bumper-to-bumper traffic with a dirty windshield and the sun in your eyes. Ruoff Mortgage has the technology, expert staff, and resources to simplify the process while speeding up the time it takes to get clear to close. So while getting a loan can seem intimidating, Ruoff Mortgage will have you opening the door to your new home fast and stress-free. Visit Ruoff.com to learn more. That's Ruoff.com.